The rational benefits of emotions. Rationality and emotion may seem antithetic. One is objective, the other subjective. One relies on mental models, the other on good feelings. When it comes to making decisions, we tend to favor the reassuring formal process of rationality of the impulse of our emotions. In school, we are taught how to think better, but rarely how to feel better. However, it is foolish to think all of our decisions are purely rational. That is not to say taking emotion into account when making a decision is irrational. Emotions are actually incredibly useful tools when yielded with care. Emotions have three components which constitute your whole emotional experience. Psychological How your body reacts to the emotional experience, such as changes in heart rate, blushing or turning pale, goosebumps, sweating, stomach cramps, subjective. How you perceive the emotional experience, for instance, funny, scary, sad, exciting. Expressive. How you react to the emotional experience, such as smiling, crying, laughing, shouting. Physiological, subjective, and expressive. The interplay between these three components of emotions is extremely complex, but knowing that an emotion is not just one monolithic block you need to accept as whole gives you lot of freedom to play with how you use emotions in your daily work and life. A survival mechanism. First, it's important to understand why emotions exist in the first place. Many emotions act as signal to the brain to take a specific action. Disgust uh, is a good indicator you should not eat something, as it may be rotten or poisonous. If a food tastes nutritious, it's probably full of calories, and you should seek to find more. If you are in danger, fear activates your stress responses and tells you to flee. The problem is that this survival mode emotions don't make the distinction between perceived and real threats. The same stress response will be activated whether you are facing a lion hungry for a nightmare or a crowd of conferences attendees hungry for knowledge. And because many of the threats we used to face barely exist anymore, for instance, you have a higher risk of dying from a stroke than killed by a lion, and a higher risk of being obese than to die of hunger. Many of these automatic emotional responses are not appropriate anymore. Most people are aware of the inadequacy of these automatic responses. As a result, many decide to try their hardest to suppress their emotions. 
or at least any kind of strong emotion. However, not only repressing your emotion is impossible, it's also harmful. Instead, emotions should be used as tools. Emotions in social interactions. Emotions provide valuable information which allow us to better understand each other. Several surveys have found that the most employers recognize empathy as a key to success. Being able to read someone's emotional reaction and being able to control your own emotional reaction. The expressive component of emotions is essential to interpersonal communication. In the expression of the emotions in man and animals, Charles Darwin was one of the first to study emotion as a communication tool. Hissing and spitting, for instance, will indicate angriness, while facing expressions of emotion are not culturally universal in humans, intercultural communication heavily relies on them. Beyond facial expression and body language, asking emphatic questions and listening to your interlocutor can offer more than cue as to how they feel. Being a good listener involves paying attention to your talk-to-listen ratio, paying attention to their word and their tone, and asking follow-up questions. All of these skills require emotional intelligence. Emotions as a decision-making tool. Research suggests there are two main ways emotions affecting our decision-making. Anticipated emotions. These are the expectations of how we will feel once against or loses associate with our decision or experiences in the future. For instance, anticipating the excitement of working on ambitious project may make you accept a new job. Anticipating the pain of getting sick if the future may push you to eat better. Anticipating the pride of finishing a marathon may motivate you to go for practice run. Anticipated emotions are a great tool to make decisions, but as our tools they need to be wielded carefully, anticipating regret for not attending an event may lead to fear of missing out. Anticipating fear may prevent from you accepting a public speaking engagement. Being aware of our anticipated emotions is a first step in managing them for better decision making. Immediate emotions these emotions are immediately experiences while we are deliberating and deciding. They are more vivid than anticipated emotions. For example, people who suffer from fear of flying don't simply anticipate the fear they will experience when boarding a plane. Instead, they immediately feel the fear of a plane crashing whenever they think about flying. Immediate emotion can have a dramatic impact on the decisions we make. Feeling sad will make you more likely to sell an item for less. In a study, researchers found that fearful people made pessimistic judgment of future events whereas angry people made optimistic judgment. 
Other research suggests that frustration and anger will make you more likely to choose self-defeating options. Being aware of how immediate and anticipated emotions work is crucial to rational decision making. Immediate emotions should be managed so they don't unconsciously interfere with the decision making process. Anticipated emotions allow us to include our future self in the conversation and can be used both as motivation tool and thinking tools. Emotions have rational benefit such as helping us survive, communicate better, and make better decisions. Instead of trying to suppress them, we would all benefit from embracing these powerful tools and learning about them so we can use them wisely.